This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yelton, we have a podcast. Diving, diving deep. Diving deep into all things Texas. Both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General, Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. Hey, let's do the six-pack, John. Six. Players, position groups, storylines, whatever. We can pick anything off the buffet. But the six things that matter most heading into this Week 5 game against the Falcons. And as always, you are up. I'm going to go with Nico Collins because he's been such a big surprise. And he was hurt the first two years too much. Now he's playing for an extension. He's got a chance to make a fortune. He leads the NFL in average yards per catch. He leads the NFL in yak yards after the catch. I asked Nico if he thought he'd been, if he, they had him working on a weight program going back to when they were hired in January. And he said it's because of his attitude, because every time he catches the ball, he's thinking touchdown. And to do that, you've got to break tackles. Of course, Nico's 6'4. They list him at 215. He's not 215. Those are college weights that, for whatever reason, they will not give us accurate weights. And he has looked tremendous. And I'm guessing the Falcons are going to be double teaming him. And if they do, that should open it up for Tank Dell to get down the field. Because remember, Jacksonville did everything it could to limit the targets on on uh, on uh, Collins. And Tank Dell took advantage of it. So I can't wait to see that strategy for throwing the ball against Atlanta. How much do you think Nico weighs, John? You're the weight expert on this show. I'm guessing he weighs about, let's see, I would guess 222, some 225, <laughs> somewhere, because he is 6'4. And if he was 215 coming out of college, yeah. and we don't even know if that's accurate, I like to go back to the combine because yeah. most of them run what a player weighed in college. Right. And so I, that's why I always want up to date weights, but they won't give them. And I'm guessing he's at least 220, maybe 225. All right, there you go. All right, so my first one, John, is Will Anderson Jr. 
Will Anderson Jr., as you mentioned, he's drawn a lot of attention this year. He's getting double teamed quite a bit. Hasn't gotten a quarterback on the ground since week one, but he's been active. He's showing up. You're not going, oh, where's 51? You know, he's you see 51 out there, and he's been he's been pretty stout in the in the run game, too. He's made some plays. Um, this is a homecoming for Will Anderson Jr., if I'm not mistaken. He's from Georgia. Uh, originally, I believe. So he'll he'll have all 15 of his sisters at the game, I would imagine. Uh, I think he's, what does he have, five sisters? He'll, Something I, I like imagine. that. Yeah, he's he's the youngest of a, of a, a house full of girls. Um, so uh, I would imagine the whole family is going to be there. I feel like Will Anderson Jr., like it's just a matter of time. Like the, the eight or nine sacks that I was hoping he'd get this year are going to come. They're, they're, they're just going to. And he's starting to play against some quarterbacks here where he might be able to make uh, make a little bit of hay. So Will Anderson Jr. Uh, and and maybe popping a turnover in this game too is is on my list of uh, six pack guys to watch. Desmond Ritter moves around a lot, and if you move around a lot, that puts you in the area of a guy, a great pass rusher who hustles like crazy. Yeah. So he, I'm guessing when he gets his next sack, he's going to get more than one. Yeah, I I think so too. Who's your next one, John? Well, I can't leave CJ out. He's been fantastic. I love that stat. 1,200 yards, no interceptions, first four games. That doesn't seem like that big a deal. But Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, and Peyton Manning are the only quarterbacks to ever do that. And that just blows me away. Uh, you think, okay, they're the, they're among the greatest ever, and Brady is the greatest ever, and Peyton's in the top five. And – they probably did it multiple times. Well, Brady did it three years in a row. But that that stat, and I asked him about it on Wednesday, what he thought about being in, in that elite group. And, of course, he's so humble. Yeah. And he's such a good talker. You know, when he responded to the question about his name being in that group, he was just tremendous. By the way, I asked him yesterday on Wednesday, I said, you know, you look older. It's because his birthday was Tuesday. I asked him what he did. He went to see Creator. Uh, creator with his family said his mom talked all the way through it. And he's like, mom, please, you're embarrassing me. His mom's a movie talker. Yeah, that's what he said. Remind okay. me never to sit close to her. Okay, Whatever. You'd love to go with CJ Stroud's family to the movies, Sean. You'd be talking about it for two weeks after. Yeah. That. And if, they, if somebody was talking, when I hear people talk, I give a big shh. You do? You're, you're oh, a shoosher? Yeah. You're sure, yes. sure. You should be. It's rude to talk at the movies. I'm, it I'm, sure is. I'm with you. You know what's interesting about that list, John? Those I saw the same stat you did with those five quarterbacks. Uh, you know, Peyton, Brady, Breeze for sure. I think Rodgers and Mahomes probably skew more, more towards the other end. But like those three, not super, super physically gifted. You know what I mean? Like just, you know, they, I mean, obviously they're physically gifted. They're quarterbacks in the NFL, but they're not, I mean, they are pretty much just pure passers. You know, there's, there's nothing about there's, there's nothing 2023 about, about their game. Aaron Rodgers, I think is very underrated with his ability to use his legs. I think Mahomes is very mobile and just very smart about using his legs. And so when I think about CJ, like, all right, where does he fall on that? I, I think we're finding out he falls closer to the Rodgers Mahomes end than we all thought he did coming into the NFL. Absolutely. He showed he can take off if he needs to ran for first down last week. He's had another one that he had called back because of a penalty. So it's like you said at the combine, why would I run the ball when I had such great receivers and they were open all the time? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. My next one, John, Jalen Petrie, Jalen Petrie. There was a noticeable difference in this defense with Jalen Petrie on the field last week and getting to see him and Jimmy Ward out there together for the first time. 
was pretty cool. I don't think it's a coincidence. They only gave up six points in that game with both of those guys on the field. Petrie, the one play where Petrie really flashed in that game, you saw him. He was coming up to the line of scrimmage, and you could tell, like, oh, man, this, yeah, this, this is – here comes a play in the backfield, and he forced the fumble, which Pittsburgh fell on. But um, Petrie's just so impactful. Even in games when he's not creating turnovers, he's just super impactful. I think we saw that in week one against Baltimore where it was his two blitzes before he got the knee in the chest that knocked him out for the next two and a half games. Um the two blitzes he had on Lamar in the first half got the Texans off the field. Um, super impactful player. And I think this is the week he gets, I'm, I'm going to call it John. This is the week that Jalen Petrie gets his first interception. You know, my, my spidey sense has been honed right now, John, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been seeing the, I've been seeing the ball pretty good. I had them covering <laughs> against Jacksonville and I had them beating the Steelers two weeks before the Steeler game. I picked them to do that. So I'm seeing the ball pretty good. Petrie pick this week. I'm calling it. I asked Petrie. Wednesday at his locker, I said, you're lucky you didn't get arrested after that game. He said, what are you talking about? I said, on Steven Nelson's interception, when he got up, you were motioning for him to come over and follow you. And you ran over and he hit number 14. I don't know who it was. He hit 14, knocked him down and jumped on top of him like WWE waiting for a count to be counted out. And he said, well, he kind of pulled me on top of him. I said, yeah, if you want to stick to that story, that's fine. I mean, he obliterated that Steeler <laughs> defensive back. Yeah, that's great. That's a great story. All right, John, what's your last one? My last one is going to be uh, the run defense, the front seven. They, The Texans had six tackles for loss against the Steelers. That equaled their total for the first three games. First mm. three games, they couldn't tackle anybody in the backfield. They weren't getting penetration. They got penetration. Now, Tyler Algiers and Bijan Robinson, they're going to need to do it again against a team that primarily runs the ball. Uh, the Falcons have a good run defense, and and, uh, and and they have a really good running game that Coach Arthur Smith likes to create a lot of opportunities out of that running game. So I'm just going to say the front seven in general because Denzel Perryman's going to come back but uh, it wouldn't bother me if he didn't because Henry Toa Toa uh, leads all rookies in tackles, and he hasn't been a starter for every game. But uh, the linebackers' play has improved significantly since they stunk it up against the Colts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yep, I, I agree. I like that one. All right, my um, my last one, John, we mentioned him earlier. We don't normally mention specialists, but I think Cam Johnson coming back is really big for this team. That, that The punting was really the only part of this team that I felt was like really bottom of the barrel. I know they haven't run the ball all that well this year, but but that's a, it's behind a third-string offensive line, and I think the running game has improved week to week, especially since the Colts game. It's, it's, you know, they, they did enough in the run game last week. You know, they pounded the ball 38, 39 times for about a buck 40, kept things moving forward, stayed ahead of the chains. That that's what this running game I think is going to be until they get a, their full complement of offensive linemen back and B they really get their brain wrapped around this Kubiak Shanahan system that they play in. 
So um, the the only thing that I've watched this team do this year where I felt like they are the worst in the league at this is punting with Ty Zentner. Um, Cam Johnston is the at the old, total opposite end of the spectrum. He's one of the best punters in the league. And I know you kind of laid it out uh, very simply, and I think there's, and I think you're right. Like this is an extra ten yards of field position. I think the biggest thing Cam Johnston brings, John, versus Ty Zentner, is if you if a drive stalls early, let's say you get the ball and you go three and out, and you're on your own fifteen yard line. When Zentner was punting, there was the feeling to me like, all right, well, this team's going to basically start one first down from field goal range. And when you have a good kicker on the other side, like the Steelers did last week with Boswell, there was one possession in there where. Zentner's punting from deep in his own territory and he barely gets it to midfield. They return it to about the 40 or the 35 of the Texans. You're in field goal range already. Johnston at least brings the possibility or the likelihood even of swinging the field, even when you're operating from bad field position. If you're at your own 20 and you're punting, I feel like there's a chance Cam Johnson is going to put the other team back on their own 20 from, from that punt. It's the ceiling of what he brings in his ability to swing the field for me versus, you know, the average net that he brings on, you know, punt to punt, because that's kind of a nuanced thing, depending if you're, you know, some punts you're trying to pin pin them deep if you're doing it from midfield and so forth. I think just the ability, the, the, the ability for the punt game to not really factor into negative field position for the Texans. I feel like Cam Johnston is always going to, is, is virtually always going to put them in a good situation defensively field position wise. Still, the only yeah, free agent Nick Casario's given a three-year contract to. His contract's up. And I think just what you said will be highlighted the rest of the season, assuming he doesn't re-aggravate his hamstring injury. But also, he's really good at putting balls inside the 20, closer inside the 15. So people kind of take that for granted. But that play last week was when they had like a 35 or 32-yard punt that put Pittsburgh in great position to actually yeah. score a touchdown. Uh, I think people are going to see a huge difference in the because of Johnson. Yeah, he's he, Zentner's just not an NFL punter. I'm sure he's a great kid. 